0: Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Ah, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> I'm so happy to be with you on this beautiful day, this moment in time that we are transcending in order to be together through the help of technology. Thank you for joining with me. I, as I record this, happen to be in Vermont where the leaves are turning and it's beautiful after a heavy rain. And I am grateful to begin with a blessing and a prayer. So let's place our hand on our heart and be so grateful and so thankful for the infinite love and the pure intelligence, the wisdom and the clarity that is ours now and forever. So grateful and thankful that we're already as holy as holy can be. And we are coming together to remember and recognize that holiness that beauty, that truth, that wisdom, that clarity that is ours now and forever. So grateful and so thankful to join together for the purpose of our healing, our expansion, and our clarity. So grateful that we are divinely assisted in all things. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we are one with them. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm just going to mention it so I don't forget it. The last couple of weeks, I did those uh, podcasts on worthiness and unworthiness conquering unworthiness, which is absolutely required, it's mandatory, it's necessary for us to be happy, for us to live the life that we're designed to live, in order for us to align with the one teacher, the guidance of the Holy Spirit that Jesus tells us about in A Course of Miracles, we must remove from our awareness the unworthiness and so I'm hoping those episodes will be helpful. and also uh, also also that for to that end, i I made a worksheet, uh, which I told you about the last few episodes, and then I got further inspired. so now I'm doing a free workshop on worthiness. And so you can. Sign up for that at livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash worthiness. livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash worthiness. You can also get the link to register at jenniferhadley.com. So I encourage you to go there and to sign up for it there. It's a great opportunity for you to um, do some inner work that's going to be so Helpful to you. And I'm excited. I'm excited to have you come to my worthiness workshop this weekend. And again, it's free. You do have to register, but it's totally free. And then, and bring a friend. Bring a few friends. Bring your study group. Fill out that worksheet and come. And if you can't join me on Saturday, then I'm doing a replay on sunday so come 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 please 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 and it's free let's do it together it's so much easier when we do this work together and since we have to do it anyway (laughs) in order to be happy in order to attain enlightenment we have to do this work anyway so let's do it together and let's have fun with it yeah baby All right, so our topic this week is forgiving ourselves for self-betrayal. Forgiving ourselves for self-betrayal. And I really have come to see that my forgiveness of myself for my self-betrayals is one of the main things that I've done that has helped me to be happy and to feel free and to transcend the limiting thoughts and beliefs that used to plague me, so that's why I got the message. I'm sure to talk about that this week with you. Now, first of all, Course of Miracles tells us that betrayal is an illusion. There is no betrayal, and but it does talk about self betrayal and um particularly uh has some great things to say in chapter 16 and the section number 6 entitled the bridge to the real world the bridge to the real world and and this is one of the themes in a course in miracles this bridge uh that uh i've talked about it in many episodes um That we are using our holy relationships to cross that bridge to the real world. And so in order to make that journey, the real world being heaven in our mind and peace, harmony, the all good of God flowing in our awareness, to cross that bridge to the real world. We must transform our special relationships into holy relationships. And of course, none of us really knows how to do that, but the Holy Spirit does. And I've done a lot of episodes on relationship and certainly on special relationship and holy relationship. So... The special relationship, which is the ego-based relationship, which I describe as thinking fundamentally in some way, you plus me equals shelter against the storm. And it could be my job. It could be my dog. You plus me equals shelter against the storm. Without you, I'm just without shelter in the storm. And so the special relationship, which is where we're giving in order to get that shelter from the storm, uh, it is designed to keep us from awakening, attaining enlightenment, finding happiness, discovering the truth within, and our liberation So that's the purpose of the special relationship, to keep us identified with the ego. So you know you're in a special relationship if you're trying to fix the relationship, if you fear losing the relationship, if you are feeling really frustrated by your relationship It's a special relationship. It's not a holy relationship. And we can ask the Holy Spirit to turn that relationship into a holy one, which the Holy Spirit will not fail at that task. But as it says to us in chapter 17, section 5, the healed relationship, most of us, uh, when endeavoring to transcend the special relationship, and have it be transformed into a holy one, we get so frustrated, we quit the relationship altogether. And then we start all over again with a new special relationship. That's what most people do most of the time, according to A Course in Miracles. I say, if you've got all that investment in a relationship, For God's sake, literally, hold to the holy relationship. Let the spirit do the heavy lifting. And yeah, it'll be a difficult time for a while, but you can transcend it. now. And there's some really good uh, help in here, okay? Now, uh, in this section... The bridge to the real world. I'm going to start uh, um, here. Uh, and because this is about the self-betrayal. You'll see. Uh, paragraph five. So again, we're chapter 16, section six, paragraph five. You see the world you value. on, And I'm going to just elaborate a little bit here. On the ego side of the bridge. On this side of the bridge, you see the world of separate bodies seeking to join each other in separate unions and to become one by losing, right? So becoming one is a loss to the ego. When two individuals seek to become one, they are trying to decrease their magnitude. Each would deny his power for the separate union excludes the universe, Far more is left outside than would be taken in, for God is left without and nothing taking in. If one such union were made in perfect faith, the universe would enter into it. Yet the special relationship the ego seeks does not include even one whole individual. The ego wants but part of him and sees only this part and nothing else. And that's the codependent part. That's the part that's needing, wanting, craving, that often becomes a liability and a burden, right? So then we end that special relationship. We've taken all that time and energy, and we've gained very little. A little bit of learning, but you can't harvest it till you forgive. So many people feel like they've wasted their time and their energy and their money and their resources, and their life and now they're discouraged and they start to blame love relationship is the problem love is the problem trusting other people is the problem on and on and on make a big case for our being incapable of love and love doesn't work for me and i'm so especially bad and i'm a loser and we just there's the self-betrayal you see We have to forgive ourselves for it. We set ourselves up for learning the hard way, the painful way that special relationship is not fruitful. We set ourselves up. We do it to ourselves again and again and again. And there is no self-betrayal, but that's how the ego perceives it. That's why there's only something to forgive. The only thing to forgive is the illusion of self-betrayal. Now, going on in this section it talks about across the bridge. So, in the land of holy relationship, in in the heaven on earth place that we'd like to be living, it says across the bridge it is so different. For a time, the body is still seen but not exclusively, as it is seen here. The little spark that holds the great rays within it is also visible, and that spark cannot be limited long to littleness. Once you've crossed the bridge, the value of the body is so diminished in your sight that you will see no need at all to magnify it for you will realize that the only value the body has is to enable you to bring your brothers to the bridge with you and to be released together there. And I have to say that I definitely have a new attitude towards my body, which is I really see it as a vehicle for me to share What I'm learning, which is exactly what A Course in Miracles talks about, talks about the body being used to support our brothers and sisters in understanding A Course in Miracles. You show up visibly where they can see you and experience you and your body is a a learning, teaching tool. So. It then says the bridge itself is nothing more than a transition in the perspective of reality. So we're crossing a bridge in our mind, in our awareness. And it's nothing more than a transition in the perspective of reality. So how we see reality, how we really perceive what we think we see. So on the ego side, it says on this side, everything you see is grossly distorted and completely out of perspective. What is little and insignificant is magnified, and what is strong and powerful cut down to littleness, right? So think about the trauma and the drama you've experienced in your life, right? This is what Jesus is saying. This is the littleness, the insignificant. It's magnified, right? It takes up the whole view of our life. I'm unworthy because of these things that happen to me. I'm unworthy because of these situations and circumstances. That's where that littleness is magnified. It takes up the whole view. And what is strong and powerful is cut down to littleness. What is strong and powerful? Our loving heart our mind that is the mind of God, our heart that is the heart of God, right? So rather than magnifying those things and letting them fill the view, our view is filled with our littleness, right? So I remember um, some minister used to say, instead of telling your little God about your big problem, Tell your little problem about your big God. Uh, I always loved that. Now, once, let's see here. So in the transition, right, from littleness to magnitude, in the transition across this bridge, there is a period of confusion in which a sense of actual disorientation may occur. But fear it not, for it means only that you have been willing to let go your hold on the distorted frame of reference that seemed to hold your world together. (laughs) This frame of reference is built around the special relationship without this illusion, there could be no meaning you would still seek here now this to me is part of this journey of self-betrayal we can forgive ourselves for all of our seeking and investing in special relationships for our whole life now in our Finding Freedom Masterful Living community at LivingACourseOfMiracles.com, and in my classes at jenniferhadley.com, we have a practice of self-forgiveness. And we have tools that we use for self-forgiveness. And you may be aware that one of them is the self-forgiveness letter. If you get my free How to Get Over It Forgiveness workshop at jenniferhadley.com, then you'll get my self-forgiveness letter template with that. I highly encourage you to do it. It's all free. If you feel like you are feeling guilty or resentful or angry or ashamed, uh, you're blaming someone, then this self-forgiveness letter tool is for you. And what I would encourage you to do is to write a self-forgiveness letter for every special relationship you've ever had. Because every special relationship is a defense against the truth. And it is the block to our awakening so let's clear out any residual investment in those special relationships by doing that extra mile of self-forgiveness. And it's true what Wayne Dyer said. It's never crowded along the extra mile, but let's, let's get in there. Let's be that crowd along the extra mile and forgive ourselves for investing so much for nothing, nothing but a delay in our happiness. Now, this is really important, this next paragraph here, paragraph eight. Fear not that you will be abruptly lifted up and hurled into reality, because that's a legitimate fear that will awaken so suddenly that it will shock our system and we won't like it. He says, time is kind And if you use it on behalf of reality, on behalf of heaven, it will keep gentle pace with you in your transition. Well, that's a lovely reassurance. And then he says, the urgency is only in dislodging your mind from its fixed position here. This will not leave you homeless and without a frame of reference. The period of disorientation, which precedes the actual transition, is far shorter than the time it took to fix your mind so firmly on illusions. So, and I've definitely experienced this, that I went through a period that was very confusing, and I felt disoriented. And it took me a while to get my footing. Because I was forgiving so much so fast. But I I really wanted to move through it. And I was willing to do the work. So maybe that's you. And it says here, delay will hurt you now more than before. Only because you realize it is delay. And that escape from pain is really possible. And that's the thing. If you're feeling that you have been delaying and delaying and delaying doing the actual work, you're delaying your happiness and you know it. And you can change your mind about it. We are so entrenched in the thought that it won't work for us because we're especially bad, especially wrong, especially unworthy. And so we really get attached to this idea, it works for others, but not for us. And of course, when we believe something like that, we gather the evidence, don't we? we? It's so easy to find evidence for something and to make a case for it when you're working with the ego, because the ego interprets everything as being evidence of what it believes, so delay will hurt you now more than before only because you realize it is delay and that escape from pain is really possible. Find hope and comfort rather than despair. In this, you could not long find even the illusion of love in any special relationship here for you are no longer wholly and sane. And you would soon recognize the guilt of self-betrayal for what it is. That's the thing. That's the thing, my friend, is the special relationship will not satisfy you. It will not fulfill you. It will only waste time and distract. And that's where the self-betrayal is. So we must forgive ourselves for having thought that that was a worthwhile venture. We were deluded. We were deluded. It's like having a drunk weekend or a blackout. You have to forgive yourself in order to move on. It says, find hope and comfort rather than despair in this. You could not long find even the illusion of love in any special relationship here for you are no longer wholly insane and you would soon recognize the guilt of self-betrayal for what it is this is one of the things that i've definitely found to be true that the the more i do this work it all propels me to do it even more when we're actually doing it and i love that about a Course in Miracles is it's builds spiritual momentum. It really does. And that's why I am doing this Unworthiness workshop this weekend so we can gain some momentum. So come and join me live. It's totally free. You can get the details at Jennifer Hadley. Let's do this together. Now, very important. When you register, I'm going to send you a link to download that worksheet. Get that worksheet. Do that worksheet. It's going to take some time and energy. You are worth it. This is where the rubber meets the road. You can't just talk and talk and talk about this stuff and listen to audios. It's time for us to roll up our spiritual sleeves and to get to work and particularly to get to work on relinquishing our investment in unworthiness and to stop the pain and suffering of self-betrayal. So forgiveness is the way out of all of that. And this is a wonderful opportunity. Plus, we're going to take all this extra momentum, and we're going to use it to propel us through the holidays into the new year. Yes, Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, I am Jennifer Hadley, and you are listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. Welcome back. <laughs> We're talking about forgiving our self-betrayal, which is so necessary for us to do in order for us to experience the healing and the up leveling that we desire now, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm very aware that in order for me to move much more quickly through the confusion that I was talking about in the last part of the episode and the pain of really recognizing that I had done all of this to myself. Because remember, A Course in Miracles tells us very clearly that the way out of suffering is through taking responsibility. And many people, when they begin to take responsibility, they can get um, sidetracked with the idea of blaming themselves for being a fool, an idiot, a loser, a moron, and for letting themselves be taken advantage of, for delaying. Remember, it's just said in paragraph eight of this section. Delay will hurt you now more than before, only because you realize it is delay. So when we enter into special relationships, trying to find happiness through the relationship rather than through the relationship with spirit. And of course, it's confusing because our brothers and sisters are our salvation. But if we are looking to their ego to satisfy us, to lift us up, we are looking in the wrong place. One of the questions I get on a very regular basis is, how do I know when to trust other people? Well, we don't trust other people who are identified with their ego. Because we're bound to be disappointed, or at least you know that you will be disappointed. Instead of focusing on things like that, we learn to focus on having holy relationships and working with the Holy Spirit to realize where we're clinging to the special relationship, where we can relinquish it and where we can activate and step into and energize the holy relationship. And this is really one of the key things I teach in my classes, because relationships are the most useful tool for us. Our brothers and sisters are our salvation. It's so magnificent what's possible. I was sharing this in Masterful Living yesterday, from the workbook um and uh oh what lesson was that um let me see if i can find it now oh oh come on (laughs) sometimes technology is not uh understanding me (laughs) like technology ever could um oh i'll find it uh later uh but it was telling us basically that how magnificent is god that god has salvation helpers billions of them everywhere we go our salvation helpers are there it's so perfect and so beautiful, and we are so blessed. But we have to remember that's what other people are. They are our salvation helpers. Now, the thing is, is that our brothers and sisters are not going to rescue us, but they will help us to see what our thinking is. They will help us to take responsibility They will help us to work at the level of the mind, and that's how they become our salvation helpers. So when we enter into relationships thinking that people are going to save us, they're going to rescue us, that they're going to validate us, that is a form of self-betrayal, and we've all done it. Gosh, haven't we all done it? So the thing is to forgive ourselves for having done it. Now, it's one thing to say, oh, I forgive that. Oh, I have no problem forgiving that. Oh, I forgive myself for that. Well, how do you know you've forgiven yourself for it? You know you've forgiven yourself when it doesn't ever come up in your mind as something that bothers you. So if you think of those 10 years you spent in that relationship trying to please that person, they were unpleasable and you tried so hard to make it work, you could never make it work. You feel like you wasted your precious life uh, and you you feel like you these were the best years of your life. You invested them in someone who really, truly did not appreciate the gift you were sharing. Well, the way out of that pain and suffering, there's only one way, and that is true forgiveness. So what do we have to forgive? and What is forgiveness? Well, the thing to forgive is that we betrayed ourselves by thinking somebody else was going to validate us that they were going to make our life worthwhile, that they were going to be our special friend, and they were going to make our life worth living. And so we must forgive ourselves that self-betrayal. We must forgive ourselves for giving, 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 and giving and over-giving And over giving some more in order to get that validation, that love, that approval, that praise, that sense of safety and security. We must be able to say, well, this is how I learned. That's not the way. And I'm so glad to know that's not the way that I can be grateful for having learned it. And true forgiveness is when we no longer judge ourselves for our learning processes, that we're no longer attacking ourselves, saying, I should have, would have, could have, if only. If only I had this, if only I hadn't that giving up all of those self-attack thoughts, it helps to end that self-betrayal. Take a sip of my um, drink here. So we keep the betrayal going by not doing the forgiveness work. We delude ourselves into thinking that we have done the forgiveness work because we have said things like, I forgive you, but we haven't actually forgiven. And that's the pain that keeps on going. And that is the great sacrifice. Now, of course, Miracle says that there is no sacrifice, but there's the illusion of sacrifice. And so, again, we must forgive ourselves. This work is not for the timid. This work is not for the people who want to just Netflix and chill every day. This is not for the people who don't wish to have a direct and clear relationship with their higher Holy Spirit self. It takes great courage and strength and willingness to do this inner work. And anyone who says that they will do it, anyone who decides to do it, will receive extraordinary support. And they will have mighty companions to go with them. This I know. So why delay our happiness anymore? Let's get to it. So I invite you to make a list. I'm just going to invite you right now. To think of relationships that you've had. Could be work, could be friends, could be neighbors, could be lovers. Three relationships that you've had. Could be your parents, could be your children. Three relationships that you've had that, or you still have, that feel like there's there's blame in there, there's regret in there, there's resentment in there. There's guilt in there. There's shame in there. Maybe even some jealousy. Can you think of three? Can you think of three relationships that are really not resolved? They're still eating up some of your bandwidth. And that bandwidth, that's being eaten up by that unfulfilled relationship, that special relationship that's not resolved, that bandwidth is the bandwidth that you could have to heal your relationships, to heal your finances, to heal your career, to heal your body, and to heal whatever else is important to you in your life. So why delay? Many people are doing an approach to their life that's not designed for success. So one of the things I talk about in my Finding Freedom from Fear, which, by the way, uh, we are starting October 10th. Finding Freedom from Fear is starting October 10th. That's my last boot camp of the year. If you'd really like to apply these of Course of Miracles principles and work with others, work with me and work with others. you be uh, a live class with me almost every week. Um, and you can ask me any question you like, your particular issues. Plus, I've got the, the teachings, the classes and the videos that break everything down in very detail, which you can go at your own pace with and then join me and ask your questions. So it's very comprehensive. And then we have the smaller groups uh, where you can get encouragement and feedback there as well and really feel that incredible support from the community, which means so much. So hard to do this on your own. I know because I did so much of it on my own. That's why I have these programs, Finding Freedom from Fear and Masterful Living, to be able to support us in actually getting the work done and not just talking about it. So, Finding Freedom includes more, and it starts October 10th. And the whole idea by taking it at this time of year. So you're going to have a different experience of the holidays. You're going to have a different experience of yourself in your family during the holidays. And you can actually have tremendous healing in your family. I see it every year as you go through the holidays, applying these tools and techniques that I give you. It's so fun. It's so fun. And uh, that's a cool thing. And we encourage and support each other through it. And then the other awesome thing is you start the new year totally prepared to have your best year ever. I love it. I've been having my best year ever, year after year. It's awesome. (laughs) And I invite you to consider maybe now's the time for you to take finding freedom from fear. If not can probably take it with me in the spring. But why wait a whole half a year? Now's the time. Now's the time. Let's do it now. So talking about this self-forgiveness and the other people. So the thing is, is in our relationships, these special relationships where we've betrayed ourselves and we're trying to manipulate others to fulfill us, and to complete us, tasks which are not even possible. And then we're so disappointed when they don't fulfill us and they don't complete us, and we make it either their fault or our fault when the task is not actually even possible. These are the self-betrayals that we can forgive ourselves for because true forgiveness is not saying... It's okay. What happened is okay. It's not okay what happened. However, we're saying through our acts of true forgiveness, we're saying we're not going to judge it anymore as bad and wrong. We're going to now see it the way the Holy Spirit sees it. And we're going to see that it's part of our learning. We're going to harvest the learning from it. And we're going to move on. We can't harvest the learning till we let the judgments go. And that's why saying, I forgive all that, that's in the past. I forgive it all. If it still bothers you, and you have not forgiven it. So give yourself the gift of my self-forgiveness letter. Again, you'll get it when you register for my free how to get over it. And many people will maybe get my how to get over it, but not actually do the work of the self-forgiveness. Because we just avoid it. Hey, I'm no different than anybody else. I avoided it for so long until I made the decision, I'm going to be happy. This is the year I'm going to really love. This is the year I'm really going to be happy. And that decision, all of heaven comes and joins you and starts moving things out of the way. When you start investing, all of heaven starts to invest too. It's awesome. (laughs) It's exciting. And for me, the biggest thing to move out of the way was the self-betrayal because i did it so much i joke sometimes that i cut my nose off to spite my face so many times i have no nose left totally fake nose <laughs> yeah well if 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 i could have actually cut my nose off to spite my face i would have oh my gosh that's how i how crazy i was yes So be willing to look at all the special relationships that you've had or the main ones that still bother you and write a self-forgiveness letter to reclaim that bandwidth. Write a self-forgiveness letter to reclaim that bandwidth so that you no longer feel ashamed and stupid and angry and resentful and regretful that you put so much into that relationship And it didn't work out. It didn't bring you the results that you wanted. Recognize you were giving in order to get something. You didn't get it. All right. But what if you got something even greater? And that greater thing is you are healing your life, healing your heart, healing your mind, getting your bandwidth back. That's even greater than having a quasi-happy, long-term, special relationship, getting either transforming that special relationship to holy or getting out of it and forgiving yourself so you can harvest the wisdom from it and you don't have to repeat it. So the guilt of self-betrayal is very strong for people who know they're repeating the same things. Yeah, and we will keep repeating them till we do this self-forgiveness work. That's just how it is. No way around that. So it says here, the period of disorientation which precedes the actual transition is far shorter than the time it took to Fix your mind so firmly on illusions. And this is another recurring theme in A Course in Miracles is how much our spiritual practice saves time. I know right now I'm uh, enjoying myself talking one-on-one with the folks who are in Masterful Living. We do check-ins throughout the year, and it's such a pleasure to talk with them, and they're really seeing the benefits now. Those who have been doing the practices, using the tools, they're really seeing the benefits now, and it's spectacular what they're accomplishing, and it's so exciting for them because they're realizing they can do it, they are doing it, and it is happening and that's an exciting thing. And, you know, it takes months for many of us to really see the bigger, more tangible results. Sure, of course, using the tools I offer, you can have immediate results right away. And you can notice people shifting around you right away. It's so cool to see that. But then there are the longer, term results of really feeling more peaceful more harmonious more joyful more like you're in your right place and a sense of dread falls away this is what truly living a course of miracles gives mm-hmm. us on a daily basis a whole new way of being a whole new approach to life that's very satisfying and very fulfilling so sooner or later we will definitely be giving up our illusions. And why not start now? Why not start now? It's so much more satisfying than anything in this world. The, the, the power of love within us is extraordinary that each one, really does get exactly what they need it is powerful 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 so let us not believe that betrayal is real what we're giving up here is the self-betrayal and the way that we're holding it and that's what true forgiveness is true forgiveness is that willingness to see that nothing real can be threatened, and nothing unreal exists. And everything works together for our good, and there are no exceptions. Many times when couples or family members go through difficulties and they don't want to speak to each other for months or even years at a time, one of the things that's going on there is the ego is gripping onto the situation and creating as much divisiveness and turmoil as possible. And if we allow it, spirit will transform and transcend everything in our relationships. But we do have to be willing to transcend and transform with the help of the holy spirit and we can we can and we can do it together so that's why i'm inviting you to consider taking finding freedom right now it's the perfect time as we're gearing up for the holidays and the start of the new year it's so satisfying to be able to finally let these things go and uh I've been talking with different people recently and saying that the older I get, the more I feel like my true self and the happier I am because my true self, the very nature of my true self is my happiness is not conditional. It's not circumstantial. So I don't have to wait for happiness. I can have happiness right now. And that's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. Hmm. So this is the moment of our liberation. It's always this moment here and now. And let's partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self And declare our willingness to do this inner work yeah it's challenging but come join me in the unworthiness workshop this weekend and we will have a breakthrough this i promise i'm so excited for us to be able to do this i'd also like to right now as we're just coming to a close here to say thank you thank you thank you to all the people who contribute to make this broadcast possible and to all those who contribute to make all the free classes possible you are bringing benefit to so many so many and I love and appreciate you and I am glad we're doing this together thank you, thank you, thank you well it's time for me to pray again so we're going to pray out and I invite you to place your hand on your heart as I am placing mine on my heart. We take this deep, beautiful breath of gratitude together. So grateful and so thankful to join together and to recognize the infinite love intelligence that is ours now and forever. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 I love you.